Hi, we're Leah and Jeremy. We're the accident-prone travelers behind Practical Wanderlust. And we're here to dish out travel tips, travel tricks, useful trivia, useless trivia, mildly entertaining anecdotes, and everything else you need to avoid making all of our terrible, 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 terrible mistakes. And we make a lot of mistakes. So we're doing something a little bit different today. A little bit wild, even. We're getting a little bit naughty with it. We're not. This is, it's not naughty. We are doing a mini-sode. We today. are doing our first mini-sode today. And it's a special one because it's actually, um, when this airs, it will be your favorite holiday. What's my favorite holiday? I want to say Arbor Day. <laughs> I didn't read the script before we started. There's no script. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. This one's unscripted. Totally raw, unscripted content coming at you live from our home office. Can we add, Oakland. like, the little, like, laser sounds that they have no. in, like, talk radio? No, we're not doing any editing on this. We got to do some editing. Pew, pew. There we go. <laughs> live pew, pew, and pew. direct. <laughs> this is exactly why we edit all of our podcast episodes because nobody wants to hear this listen if you prefer to hear us when we're at our best and we don't say i'm a lot and we have cool metal music cues this is not the episode for you this isn't it this is like leah and jeremy getting in touch with their inner uh selves and drinking a lot of wine and a lot of bourbon and telling a telling a story pull up a chair that's what this is yeah this is like a fireside chat it's like it's like fireside if we had a fire but possibly just like a dining room chat maybe like a living room chat it's more like a fire fest chat because <laughs> everything goes terribly wrong for us no this actually went really right this is a complete departure from our everything goes terribly wrong format this is this worked out well for us we are now married we have did it it's the spoilers are we are you serious wow are we married well guess uh guess, guess not. what i got you for valentine's day a divorce <laughs> You can't make that joke every episode because it stops being a joke and starts getting real. <laughs> you couldn't even say it with a straight face. No. Okay. So yes, this, this episode is... is about Valentine's Day. Shut up. I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> this episode is about Valentine's Day. My favorite holiday. Listen, stop hamming it up for YouTube. You weirdo. Yeah. We're also, if you guys don't watch us on YouTube, we're, this is our first show that we're actually recording. And if you don't watch us on YouTube, YouTube, what's wrong with you? Why? We're just as funny uh, on shaky cell phone footage. This is the angriest two minutes of any podcast. <laughs> this is what most podcasts sound like. We're being in the really beginning. aggressive right now. <laughs> we need to calm down. Okay, listen, let's tell the story. Okay. This is taking too long. I got places to go and people to see. So the year was uh, 2013. Yes, it was because oh, wow. I was 23. Oh my God, you don't even know when we met. I don't. We went. We met in tw- 2013. Um, we went on our first date on 12, 13, 13. Yeah, we went to this Italian restaurant in Oakland called Filippo's. We actually just went there last night for a date. Now people know where to stalk us, so that's good. Yeah. That's well, good. I mean, if it's if if you are trying to stalk us there, it's not a good spot because that was the first time we've been <laughs> since this years. date. Yeah. Okay. So the year was 2013, and we had just started dating. Um, after messaging back and forth on uh, an online dating app, which is not Tinder because this was pre-Tinder era. P T E. Um, Tinder was still a little rough. Yeah. It was. It was for hooking up and. They needed to stew a little. Longer. We were not, we were not in that before it was tender. <sighs> Stop. 
This isn't even the right joke. This isn't even the right story you're telling. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me fast forward. We started Please. dating and then not three weeks later, I decided I was like really sprung for this dude. I was like really into this guy. We just started dating. He had this like sexy, like ginger beard thing going on. He wore a leather jacket, not real leather because he couldn't afford that. But Your like, boy was broke. And he smoked cigarettes, which like at the time was sexy. Your boy was a mess. <laughs> he had just graduated from art school. He was a barista. Like every 23 year old's idea of a catch, right? <laughs> God. So I was sprung. Um, we had spent like a week apart because uh, I flew home for th- for Christmas and I like knit him a hat and knitting him a hat told me that I was sprung. I didn't realize that I was sprung until I was in a knitting store texting him to ask him what his favorite color was so that I could knit him a hat because I wanted to keep his little head warm because he also um, moonlit as a bouncer at a porn theme club. Wow, you really were kind of a mess. <laughs> okay. It wasn't like a porn theme. It is a porn themed club. It's called Cozy Car. Look it up. It's porn themed. Don't look it up because right now all of the Google searches are about the owner <laughs> wanting to move to Vegas and become a stripper. God. Definitely Google it. Um, no, he was a bouncer and I was like, oh, his little head outside in the cold. So I knit him a hat. And around this time, I started realizing how into this dude I was. And I was like, I need to do something to like lock this guy down because he's a keeper. He's a catch. I had never been this wrong about a guy before this early. I'm I'm more of like a six months in and I'm still convincing myself to date him kind of person, maybe like three years in and I'm still convincing myself to, anyway, that's my usual. Uh, This was new. This was very new. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to go with it. So January, right. I'm planning for Valentine's day already. We weren't a fish yet. We were very much cash de cash, still playing it cool. Uh, You know, dating around. San Francisco. Uh, and I was just like, no, I want to be, I want to be legitsies with this guy. So I planned. <laughs> I'm taking this story over now. You said legitskis. <laughs> so she was really into me and I was whatever about her. I'm just wow. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I was super into you too. Um, and so she started also, planning. How was that hat? Did you like the hat? Yeah. No, you hated the fucking hat. You I hated loved the hat. The hat. Both I of just us, don't wear the hat anymore. It's kind of looks like a turtle. It looks a lot like a turtle. It looked a lot like a turtle shell. And I also am like, I, I at the time had a turtle esque body. <laughs> you did not. I had like a really long neck and like pudge around. Aww. I still kind of have a turtle esque body. Oh, you're adorable. Um, so yeah, there's no elastic in the hat, and so it's just sort of like turtle shelled out. The elastic is the knit. Anyway. Right, yes, it was a terrible hat. I'm sorry. Um, I wore it as long as it kept up, and then it didn't keep up. Yeah. Uh, so she made this scavenger hunt for me. You just skipped ahead like 50, 53 layers. Yes. I crafted the most brilliant plan I had ever come up with for any dude. I decided I wanted to make a scavenger hunt. And in order to do that, I was going to like piece together every single thing that we'd done together in our three weeks of dating. I was going to involve everybody that I'd ever met in this guy's life, which was like three people. Yeah. And um, I was going to end the night by asking him to be my boyfriend. I was going to have him like figure out the clues to like meet me at a restaurant. And then um, I was going to ask him to be my boyfriend at that restaurant. It was going to be super romantic and super extra. And I remember uh, I went around asking everybody that I knew if I should do it. And universally, everybody said no. Everybody was like, that's a terrible idea. You're coming on way too strong. That's ridiculous. He's going to hate it. And I was like... No, nah, I'm going to do it anyway, which is like typical for me. Um, 
I do that a lot. Yeah, that's your energy right there. That's that's definitely my energy. So I was like, nah, he's going to love it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be ridiculous. Um, I did tone it down a little bit because I realized if it was too difficult, then it wouldn't be fun. So anyway, we're three weeks in. I'm already making this scavenger hunt. Jeremy ruins my plan Ay. entirely because we're at some random house party in San Francisco and we're like sitting on a couch. Our audio guy, Tyler, was there. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Uh, and you like some random person, I don't remember who it was, like leaned over and was like. I think uh, it was our audio guy, Tyler. <laughs> okay. So Tyler leans over. I, I don't know who it was. It might have been Tyler. Like leans over and is like, so uh, you what are what, what are you guys? Are you guys just like going steady or like what's the deal? Which I don't think that it was Tyler because that was a forward thing to ask two people in San Francisco who were just casually dating. Also, nobody had a Brooklyn accent. Why do you always like Arthur Fonzarelli was not hanging out like, (laughs) hey, so uh, what's the deal? You know, you know, you're going to jump the shock later. What's up? (laughs) In my mind, it was definitely a Brooklyn, a Brooklynite. Anyway, I said Arthur Fonzarelli, but I actually meant Danny Zuko. So yeah, so they like lean over and they're like, what are you? And it like fostered an existential crisis. And I was like, well, we haven't like had that conversation yet. Trying to like artistically dodge it. Because I knew I was going to ask this dude to be my boyfriend. Would you call yourself the artful dodger? Stop. No. I was in Oliver when I was in high school. Congratulations. And then Jeremy like drunkenly leans over and decides that this is the time to have that conversation. This is the moment. And he's like, yeah, so, uh, you know. That's not true. What are, what this are isn't we? what happened. This isn't at all what happened. What, what happens? You like attempted to dodge the question. Artfully. Artfully. And <laughs> I, in, my head, in my head, I was like, well, that sucked. That was a terrible way to dodge that question. And then it was later on. We were like at your house. And I think it was like the morning after. Wow. What's up? Okay. Uh, this got sexy. Nice. Your students should probably turn this episode off now. No, we it was not. Come on. I'm not going to get that dirty <laughs> yet. Um, no, it was like the next morning where I was just like, you kind of ditched that, like dodged that question. Like, and so I was like, yeah, I hope I really hoped you didn't notice that. I notice everything. Okay. And you were like, so what are we? Yeah. Let's I, make I asked, it a fish Point blank. And so I couldn't dodge it and be like, I don't want to be your fucking girlfriend guy because I had this romantic idea to ask you on, on Valentine's Day. So I was like, oh, OK, like, yeah, we can be boyfriend, girlfriend. And Whatever. then I had and then I was like, oh, God damn it. And I had to like figure out an entirely new end destination for my scavenger hunt. So this was like probably like two weeks before Valentine's Day. We're like a fish skis. And. Now you may take the rest of the story because you're rolling your eyes at me. We were now like one fish, two fish, red fish, o fish. Toots, 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 a fish. Toots a fish. That's when you're like, (laughs) you smell that? Stop it. (laughs) Just kidding. That's gross. Um, Okay. So it's Valentine's Day morning and we get, uh, we're getting brunch at Aunt Mary's in Oakland. And Aunt Mary's is a really popular brunch spot. So we were like had to wait and you started like getting really nervous hold on though what was what were our plans for valentine's day what did i tell you no that that happened at brunch let me just tell we didn't talk I'm about valentine's day before brunch no you said that oh that's right you were saying that you wanted to plan valentine's day yeah because I it's your favorite it. holiday exactly you were like i love valentine's day i love love I and i don't want it to be a whole thing it. wow <laughs> Uh, actually, I think I think what you said was, I know that Valentine's Day has like pressure on people, yes. so let me take it over. Yes. And I thought that you were like, I thought that was a test. Um, but oh, 
but you assured me that it was not. I don't do tests. Yeah. Your ex may have done tests. Oof. I don't do tests. I hope she's not a listener uh, for lots of reasons. Um, so, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she is listening. I really want to meet her. Okay. I want to meet you. <laughs> okay, anyway. We'll be best friends. Um, so, morning of... Valentine's Day, we're at brunch and we had to wait because it's a busy brunch place. And you started to get kind of like nervous about that. Um, in hindsight, I realized because you had a very specific time frame you were working with. And so we're waiting for brunch and Leah is like, Leah like wants to get coffee. And I was like, oh, they serve you coffee here. If you like, if you're waiting in line, you can just have a mug of coffee. And she was like, ah, I want to go to the coffee place by my house. And so no, she, I pulled a coffee snob line. I was like, no, I'm, I'm like cool and into coffee. You're a barista. You should understand. I want better coffee, not this trash coffee. Yeah. So she like peels off and I'm just waiting at this brunch place. And I'm like, oh, that's cool because they won't seat you without your whole party. But whatever. Fuck me, I guess. Bay Area things. And, um, and then she's just gone for like, you were gone for like an hour. And yeah, they getting, offered to see coffee. me. They like wanted to seat us and you were gone. So they're like, oh, we only seat whole parties. Gonna have to let us <laughs> um, Is that just your you voice? That just sounds like you. That's how you sound to me and everybody else. Cha, 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 cha. Um, so anyway, you eventually came. But you had like ice cold coffee. Yeah, it wasn't I cold like brew. It, that way. it wasn't like iced coffee or cold you brew. You don't know. It was just like cold coffee. And this I was like, my favorite. And I was like, why is the coffee cold? And you were like, oh, it took a while to get here. <laughs> it was it like a five minute down. like walk. Yeah. Like, the coffee shop drove. is like the coffee shop is literally like four blocks away. Yeah. Um, but she <laughs> I think drove. I said there was traffic. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a line that my students gave me the other day when they walked around the corner. Um. Anyway, so she shows up with this coffee and she was like, look, I got to I gotta be real with you and I got to come clean. I know that I said that I would plan Valentine's Day, but work got really busy because she had just started this new job. Like work got really busy and I like never had a chance to actually plan anything. So I was thinking that like maybe we have brunch together. You go home um, and then I'll try to cobble something together this afternoon and then we'll meet back up for dinner. And I was really banking on the fact that this guy didn't yet know me that well, because like, that's unreal. That was unrealistic for 23 year old Leah for 30 year old Leah, present day Leah. That is a completely realistic scenario. Um, but at the time I was like, I would never say I was going to do something and then not do it to 1000% more extra than I needed to do it. So I was like, chump believed totally bought that didn't believe a word of it wow. I, kn I knew from jump that you were lying like i knew walking up that you were going to tell me a lie because you have a liar's face leah I, it's because i don't lie kidding. well you don't lie well I you're really, terrible I'm you are really the worst bad. liar i am i think when you start to lie you'll like just get mean <laughs> you just like start making fun of the person like why would i lie about that you fucking idiot look at your face look at your life choices <laughs> that's not true what are you adopted <laughs> Just kidding. You did accuse me of being adopted younger when I was when we were younger. That is a different story. <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so getting back to the story. God, this is why just we edit. Dredging up all of our marital marital problems here. <laughs> I called you an idiot in the last episode, so I think it's okay. <laughs> you said I was an idiot for choosing to be married to you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. so so you told me that you didn't have anything planned. Didn't buy a word of it. We had brunch and then you were like, all right, I'll drop you off and I'll try to come up with a plan. 
man. I have this I have this image of you like vividly in my mind because it's like a it's like a bit in like a Jim Carrey movie <laughs> where I as soon as I like walk into the front door of my of my apartment, you just like foot on the like like hit the gas on the what's it like pedal to the metal and you just like shot like a bullet down the street. <laughs> I think I squealed tires. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you squealed tires and you're just like burning rubber on the yeah. corners. Mm-hmm. Um and my roommate Tom was all like giggly. Because Tom's giggly and adorable. He is. And he like handed me a, an envelope and he was like, happy Valentine's Day, bro. <laughs> why are all of your friends like turtles Turtles from Finding Nemo? Like, why is everybody you know crush? No, Tom's from Liverpool. Oh, Tom's from Liverpool. Oh. <laughs> He's not. All right. Righteous. Righteous. <laughs> <laughs> so... Tom hands me this card and I open the card and it's like super cute. And there's a, there's, I also go into my room and there's like a bouquet of flowers and the card basically explained that. I'm sorry, I, there was something else. What, what else was there? Oh, there was a, there was a stuffed animal. There right? was, yeah. What was it? Was it the pug? Yeah, it was the tiny stuffed pug. How could you forget the tiny I stuffed pug? Got, Cause I thought you got me that for Christmas that year. No, no, that I got you the hat for Christmas. I knit you a hat. Oh, you also got me like. You got me like Batman socks. That's right. Oh, so, and, a, yeah. and a Batman wallet. Yeah. No, it was a tiny stuffed pug. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So you gave me a stuffed pug, yeah. flowers, and a card. And I opened the card, and it basically explained the the rules of the game. Um, the game is a foot. Yeah, it may have actually said that. You need to watch Sherlock. Um, so it was basically saying that there, I started a scavenger hunt around everything that we've done in the two months that we've been together. Not even two months. It was like a month and a half. And I had to make these, I had to make all of the clues with like two weeks under our belts. Right. So. It was very difficult. I'm just saying. Yeah. You're very impressive. Yes. <laughs> this whole episode is just a vanity project. This is just me bragging about how great the one thing was that I did <laughs> one time and never did again. So each clue had the location of the next clue. Um, and each clue also had like a little riddle. And when I put uh, all of the. Uh, um, it was a rhyming couplet. Perchance, you may recall. I do remember that. You're welcome. But the, but the couplet led to the next location. And then you had like one word clues. And you said that when all of the clues were put together, it would be a larger clue about where was our final meeting. I point. didn't have the clues. You had to, didn't you have to get the clues from the people at each location? No, they were on the card. Oh, were the people at each location just giving you the clues? Was that what it was? No, they were. Oh, yeah. I mean, the first clue was given to me, but the other ones I had to, like, do something You had for to go them. find the clue or get the clue from somebody. I had somebody. a task yes. every, at every point. Yes. Okay. So so what was clue number one? Clue the first. Um, I don't remember the couplet. Um, also, like, did you get excited? I have these in the closet. We could pull them out. I was very excited about this, actually. I thought um, you would be. Yeah. So the first clue... Um, had to do with like where we f- where I where she first saw me. I was like waiting outside of the restaurant of our first date on a bench, and so the clue basically said that it would be there. And then the secondary clue, like the big like the big bad clue, um, was Amelie. And remember, she said that when all of the clues were put together, 
it would point out the restaurant that or like the location that we would meet at the end of the night. Yeah, he had to like figure out where we were supposed to meet for dinner. So I saw Amelie. First clue. I was like, oh, cool. We're going to dinner at Foreign Cinema. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like, See, this was my problem is that I had consulted too many people that were like, he's not going to like it. It's going to be too difficult. Tone it down for him. And I should not have done that because no, it was way too easy. It was so easy. But yes, Foreign Cinema was the restaurant. It's Next a really time. good restaurant. Also, very easy to make scavenger hunt clues around. Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, so it was Amelie and I like immediately knew that it was going to be Foreign Cinema. And... Um, Meanwhile, I had screeched tires over to Filippos to install the first clue because, or the second clue rather, because um, I couldn't just like leave a fucking like envelope with a clue in it just sitting around on a bench where somebody might find it. I had to be like five minutes ahead of him at all times. So I was like panic driving around Oakland and San Francisco, leaving these clues. Uh, before I left, my other roommate was like, I'm pretty sure high at like eight in the morning, but she was like, are you supposed to have like a chariot taking you places? And then Tom was like, shut up, uh, which was weird. And then I got to the second location, which was Filippo's and I got the card um, and with the clue and my, one of my best friends, Juliet just like screeches up and she was like, I'm pretty sure she said, get in loser. Yeah. Um, she definitely was like, get in loser. We're going scavenger hunting. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Um, and then you had, but that to- was the hardest clue. Really? Because she gave me a list of names. What? It was like Reed. Oh, the, you mean the, the place that you were supposed to go next? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like Reed and like other ones. And it was just all of these random names. And they were all. It, it was, was like, like it was blank like Reed. Reed. Blank. No, it wasn't a blank because I would have figured that out. It was oh. like it was like Reed. I think it was like Banks. what all these people have in common. Yeah. Banks, Reed. I forgot what the other ones were. Yeah. But they were all it. different Terras. Yeah. Because we were going to go to. It was like Tara Reed, Tara Banks. That's oh, it, it, it wasn't Tara Wait, Banks. It wasn't Banks. It wouldn't have been Banks. <laughs> I don't remember what they were. The only one I remember is Tara Reed, and that's just because she was in an amazing season of um, Marriage Bootcamp. Marriage Bootcamp. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Best show. Yeah. Worst like. Can't wait to be on it. Worst therapy advice I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. So good. What you need to do is you need to set your wife on fire, <laughs> and then you'll realize how much she means to you. But then she'll be dead. <laughs> then you're going to realize how much she meant to you. And then she'll come back to laugh. And then she'll put you on. It's just so ridiculous. These are the things that married couples do. <laughs> anyway, uh, marriage boot camp is amazing. The anyway, best. so um, we finally go to. Well, I got that. I got it wrong, actually. You were saying that we needed to go to that place and ask them something about the doctor. It was a Doctor Who It was a Doctor reference. Who Because yeah. we had watched like. Doctor Who together. I had very little to go off of for these clues because we had not done many we things together. We watched Doctor Who one time. We like went together to one restaurant, had ice cream at one place, and you were like, this is good ice cream. And I was like, that. That is a meaningful moment in our tiny relationship. <laughs> and we watched one episode of something. That was it. That's all I had. Um, But then I went to the wrong place. And I asked, them some, I asked them something like, <laughs> it was like this cryptic thing about like what the doctor had to say or something. And they were like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Who's the doctor? Um, I wish I could have gone with you, but I knew I wouldn't have been able to like keep a straight face the um, whole time. So eventually I got to the ice cream shop and the lady, <laughs> I said the line about the doctor and she was like, oh, thank God. I've been waiting for you for like an hour. <laughs> uh, she was like every customer. I was just like, is this the guy? Is this the guy? I told them to like look for a ginger dude. Okay. If my if I've learned anything from my students, it's that I am not a unique look. No. There are red bearded gingers with my glasses and my general demeanor 
everywhere. Yeah, that's true. And then um, I had pre-bought you some ice cream. So she like handed you, it had, it was like prepaid. So yeah. you got to have some ice cream. You I got the worst flavor. Well, that's. Uh, that's it sounded on you. really good at the time. But whatever. Okay, what was it? Because clearly you're still upset about it. It was chocolate chip and white pepper. Yeah, that sounded really good. No, it doesn't. Tara's, for those of you guys who don't know what Tara's is, they. It's have just like a really, really good ice cream place in Oakland. Moving along. Wow. You were going to make it like a whole story. What was clue number three? Uh, clue number three actually took me to the city. Mm-hmm. We, we, one of our early dates, we went on like the coolest thing that there is to do in San Francisco. It's called Foxhound. It is, I think we've talked about it in our San Francisco episode, mm-hmm. actually. It's laser tag. Um, it's, it's, it's a, like laser tag with the city as your laser tag like map. Yeah, but it's like a laser tag spy mission through the city. It's like yeah. walking tour meets it's laser awesome. tag meets spy moves. It's it's awesome. And it makes an excellent first through third date. Yeah, because you get like you some interaction. Talk. You get yeah. some interaction. And you also get to learn like how somebody is with strategy like and like solving. problem solving. Yes. It's sort of like. Um, if you play with somebody and they're not fun, don't date them. Yeah. Now you know. It's sort of like how um, I was just talking about this with my coworkers, how like escape rooms are actually like really good first dates yeah or like early dates yes. you, it's the same idea uh so we had this like moment looking at each other across the the street where we had like hand signs and it was all cute and shit but at city lights bookstore in san mm-hmm. francisco mm-hmm. um great bookstore next a lot to of history. jack Kerouac alley which is yeah. awesome really it's like cool this spot. like the center of the beat movement it's where like howl was first published it's a whole thing um and she had found my favorite book, which I think at the time was, I think at the time was uh, a Jack Polinick book. Chuck Polinick. What did I say? Jack Polinick? You said Jack Polinick. Oh. You don't even know the name of your own favorite author. You were talking about Jack Kerouac. Chuck <laughs> Polinick. Um, and it was like in one of the books. It was like in the like, yeah, you just like open it and there it was. It was not that hard to find. Right. But I think I had to give you some like literary clue or something. Right. And at you know, this point, couplet form. at this point, I get a text from Leah. And I was like, where the fuck are you? No, you said the opposite. You told <laughs> oh. us to slow the fuck down. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you were like right in front of us. Oh, yeah. You, uh, it was taking us way less time to figure this out than, than you thought. Okay. I don't remember any of this. Continue. Um, and so we decided to get pizza in North Beach, which is like a whole thing. And then the neck, that clue went to my work. Mm-hmm. Phil's. Um, Phil's. I worked at Phil's at the time. And I... Thank God we got there when we did because the person who you gave the clue to had she like bounced. She bounced. It was like the end she of the like night. She forgot that I was like that I was relying on her. And mind you, I'd only met like two of his friends and I'd already used both of them. So I think I'd maybe like seen her working with you once and you'd mentioned her in passing. And I was like, that's, oh, yeah, she was a good friend. That's his best work friend. So she's going to do my next clue. Right. And so it was actually was, really awkward because I had to like show up and be like, hey, remember me? I have this no, giant favor from you. Thanks. Cool. But actually, I found that friends are like really eager to help their friends oh, totally. in like ridiculous over the top romantic schemes. All of your friends were like really accommodating. And we're all still like good friends to this day. I think that was like I got major early girlfriend brownie points. Oh, you absolutely did. Everybody was like, she's super into you. I she's know. really creative. She's yeah. really fun. Mm, it's true. Yeah, and that best. clue was. Uh, it was Trivlia. Yes, it was. So it was a Leah trivia game. With like a month of dating under our belts. And he got every single question right. Boom. Can we throw in some triumphant music here? We can't. Bum, 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 bum. Cool. Cool, cool. Cool. I love our podcast without audio editing. It is so So much fun. worse. <laughs> um, after that, it was something along the lines of like, 
of like you don't remember i'm insulted no I, for, I no it was something along the lines of like go to like the um there was a bar that we would always sort of like almost run into each other before we started dating and um and then when we did start dating we would go to karaoke there and the karaoke dj at butter his name's roger niner he actually did karaoke at our wedding yeah like a year later um so I had him go to butter. Long so yeah, story short. We went to but I went to butter and I had to order what Tommy Wiseau in the room drinks, which is Scotchka. This was another like this was inside a joke that we had developed within you know three weeks of dating. We like watched the room. I think we actually went to a live showing of the room together. Yeah. Um, which is a thing in San Francisco. Highly recommend well, it. Well now the clay is closing. It closed oh. at the end of January. Or it's already closed now. Oh man. By the time this but airs. no, they did it. We did it the one in East Bay. There's one they do it at Piedmont. Yeah. They'll probably revive it. Maybe the caster will do it. This is not relevant. Anyway, it kind of is. No. Anyway, so my challenge, this was actually the biggest challenge of the night. I had to drink scotchka, which is scotch and vodka. It Mm -hmm. is fucking disgusting. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I was actually waiting for you at butter. That's all right. You got tired of like going ahead of me and you were like, you were jealous that I was having all this fun. And so you just waited at butter with me and got really drunk. drunk. I also think this might've been the one that you had to call your dad. Yeah. After I did it, I called my dad for the last, for the last clue. Mind you, I had not met his dad. This was like major stretch first girlfriend could have been very much overstepping all of the boundaries of new relationships, but it it was a risk that paid off. Uh, what? We're married. <laughs> what? Why are you giving me that look? Nothing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, my dad basically asked for, like, the last clue, and I knew from Jump that it was foreign cinema. And, wow. And, yeah, so we hung out at Butter, and we got rip shit at Butter, and then we went to a really fancy restaurant. I was so drunk. It All is, I remember is that it was the best steak of my life, but I was too drunk to, like... It was like steak with like mushroom it. sauce on it. It was so fucking good. It was really good. good. And then but I didn't ask you to be my boyfriend. No. So anticlimactic. Yeah. You ruined it. Terrible, terrible, terrible ending scavenger hunt. Would not repeat. Scavenger hunt. No, but like I definitely, it was such a big risk. Like I went way out on a limb for this dude because I was super sprung and I was, and I like surprised myself because not only did I want to do this like really over the top thing, but I also like enjoyed it the whole time like I spent like weeks on this and I was like doing it secretly and like doing it when we weren't hanging out I was really impressed by how how like excited I was to just like do this ridiculous thing and that's like what told me how into you I was and yeah that's our mini sode yeah. happy valentine's day babe happy valentine's day to you happy valentine's and day happy valentine's day to you guys let me before we end oh, this she's gonna do it I'm gonna get on my soapbox for just a minute, because Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday, not because I'm a big old mushy softy. Which you are. Who's grossly in love with my husband. Which you are. Yes. But it's always been my favorite holiday my whole life because I love celebrating love. Like, I love love in all forms. I feel like Valentine's Day is, yes, it is encouraged to be romantic by, like, giant corporations. That's why people think of it as a Hallmark holiday. But what it should really be is a holiday by, a holiday about celebrating loves, being vulnerable about how you feel about people, telling people that you love them that you don't usually tell. So like call your friends and tell your friends like, hey, I fucking love you, man. Call your mom and be like, I don't tell you this enough, mom. I love you. Call your dog. <laughs> Just Skype with your cat and tell it that you love it. You know, like and the cat's like, I'm right here. 
I've always been so into Valentine's Day as just an excuse to shower people with love and affection, which has always made everybody uncomfortable because it's usually like my coworkers at my office, but I don't work in an office anymore. So it's you guys. So I love you guys also, so much. Also, tell yourself that you love. Yes. Them. Do something nice for yourself. Self-love is Valentine's Day like on theme. Yeah. So I love myself. Um, I also love you, my husband. And I love all of you guys, my our listeners, um, because you listening makes this whole thing possible and it fuels our massive egos, which we are much like Tinkerbell and that laughter um, makes us exist. And when laughter ceases, we cease to exist. So I don't think that's what Tinkerbell is. Yes, it is. Yes. I think you need to watch Peter Pan again. It was like applause. And like without the applause, she died. I. That's how I feel. I'm that. Is that Peter Pan? Yes, that's Tinkerbell. You have to like clap. Oh my God. Babe, look it up. The point is, I don't, we shower yourself in, in love today. Shower everybody that you love with love um, and enjoy Valentine's Day. And shower Tinkerbell in applause, apparently. And Happy shower Valentine's us Day, in laughter. <laughs> Bye. And shower us in five I'm star having, ratings. My last, last word is mine. I win. I had the last word. <laughs> Valentine's Day.